0: Point guard and Blazers beat writer Mike Richmond. You're listening to another episode of Lockdown Blazers, part of the Lockdown Podcast Network, available wherever you get podcasts. Today's episode, you're going to hear from Damian Lillard. That's right, Portland Trail Blazers point guard Damian Lillard, a real basketball player during these non-basketball times. Dame spoke to the Portland media this week via video conference call, much like you have probably spoken to your loved ones and colleagues. Dame spoke to the Portland media about wide, wide-ranging collection of topics uh, kind of all over the map in the way that these group interviews usually go, but I kind of condensed down some of the interviews want to play a little bit for you in each of the three segments today and hear a little bit from Dame. I think it's been long enough that we haven't heard from an NBA player on this podcast. We haven't really thought about real basketball things from the way that real basketball players think about them, that it'll be nice uh, to get a change of pace a little bit. So what you're going to hear in today's episode is Dame's unique proposal for how to save the NBA season, how he's kind of staying mentally ready, and his thoughts on whether there's a chance the season's going to end and how he has spoken to the league office about saving it. But let's start with Dame's unique proposal. Uh, The league it seems so unlikely that the league can just restart and say, here we go. Let's play the final 15 regular season games, 14 or 15 regular season games. Let's play the playoffs. You know, the NBA playoffs take 10 weeks. Traditionally, they're not, they just, they there just isn't time for that. That's not how the calendar works. You can't have another NBA season to follow it. After these playoffs, you need to give these guys some sort of off season. You need to, um, there has, there is something has to change. Something's got to give. So Damian Lillard, when asked about this exact proposal, gave a creative idea for how the NBA might approach saving a postseason and saving its saving this year. Should it be able to come back?
1: I've honestly been just sitting around, um, like I said, trying to like stay active, doing stuff to try to stay in shape, and sitting in the house and just waiting. You know, I haven't been seeking out extra information and come trying to figure out all you. stuff, you know, I, like I said, it's more concerning to me to, you know, the people who are out of work and, you know, trying to keep their heads above water. You know, I, I think about that stuff um, and the NBA stuff, you know, when they let us know, they let us know. I mean, it is, it's going to be what it's going to be. But I think when the season does come back, I, I feel like it's only right that teams get a chance to make a playoff push like ourselves and um, give us a chance to get in. Or, you know, some some type of tournament style where it's a you know it's fair. Um I think they should I mean it's obviously gonna be a different situation than it's ever been. So maybe they should do something that, you know, has never been done or something that's um gonna make this year uh very unique like it already has been. Uh so I think it'll be, you know, they should do something like the NCAA tournament, you know, with every team single-game elimination all the way up until maybe the uh, – until the conference finals or something like that. And then it's a three-game series just to so, – so we don't got to start the season off track next year. I mean, I don't know. They could get creative if there was any time for them to get super creative. Um, and people will be tuned in and um, excited about it um, with everything that's going on. I think this is the time.
0: So there you have it, Dame's proposal for a single elimination NCAA-style tournament to fix and save the NBA season. Personally, I think this is a fantastic idea. There's obviously some trickiness about how it would look. Uh, first of all, what does a thirty-team single elimination bracket look look like? I think the simplest way to do it would be to give the top two teams in the NBA, the Lakers and the Bucks. Um, a first-round bye and play the other 28 teams play in 14 first-round games. Then you advance from there. Obviously, you seed the teams in the inverse order of standings. You can use the typical tiebreakers uh, for, like, uh, division record and head-to-head record for uh, figuring out the rest of the seeding, and then you you go from there. Three plays 28, two plays 27, you, you get the idea. Or four plays 27, you get the idea. We go all the way on down. I think this would be incredibly entertaining. I'm not sure it's fair to the rest of the NBA teams. I think one of the good parts about the NBA playoffs in general is that the best team wins because you can't fake it in a 7-game series. You can get a little bit lucky. Um I think there's some arguments that the Blazers probably got a little bit lucky against the Denver Nuggets last year, but they also won a game 7 on the road. Like it is what it is. They got they got some they got lucky early in the in the playoffs and then they had to win the game on the road at altitude and they did it's like the best team wins in the nba playoffs i think that's one of the beauties of the sport it's one of the things that i really appreciate about it is that i think it's uh one of the fair tournaments out there but also the ncaa tournament is incredibly fun that first weekend of the ncaa tournament with its all of its chaos and 64 teams getting whittled down to 16 by the following weekend is about as fun as it gets i would love an NBA version of this just for the drama of it all. Honestly, like obviously in the NCAA tournament, there's going to be some really good teams that just have a bad night and lose. You're going to get Ali Faroukmanesht shout out to my real heads who remember my guy Ali, but there's going to be, or Bryce drew if you want to go back a little bit further, but, uh, there's going to be some good teams that get upset, but there's also going to be some really fun drama in a single elimination tournament. And obviously, this year is in jeopardy regardless. So if you can set something up like this, and this is a way to get it all done in three weeks or something like that, or all done in 10 days, if like the first few rounds until you get to the conference finals, if we're just assuming uh, Dame's proposal is taken at uh, um, at his exact suggestion, then I, I think you get a really fun tournament. I don't think it rewards the um, the good teams the same way the NBA playoffs do, and I think it maybe uh, it benefits some teams that are better in these single game settings than they would be at, at grinding out a seven game series. I, I, I think the Blazers will be better, su- perhaps better suited in a single elimination game when you have someone like Dame. Um, who can get red hot and is incredibly fearless in these big moments, um, more so than maybe having to play a team seven times. Like you're he the Blazers are probably a team that would be that would benefit from being on that side of the sort of lucky coin, right? It could be incredibly fun. I love Dame's idea. I love it. Uh, I don't think it's a good solution for any other time, but considering where we are in the world, where we are in in missing sports and the uncertainty of when those things can and will return. I think this is a great solution. And I'm glad Damien Lillard, your point guard is thinking about things in a creative way. It's the type of leadership we need. So thanks Dame for providing it. All right. In the second segment, uh, I want to play you more of Damien Lillard's interview. He talked at length about how he's staying ready for this season. I think uh, that's one of the big challenges that, Things stop so suddenly, and they might start up relatively suddenly too. So, how NBA guys, these high-level athletes, are staying ready is pretty curious. And Dame talks about that at length, uh, and that's what I want to play for you in the second segment. Okay, Let me hear more from Damian Lillard in this segment. After he talked in the first segment about an NCAA tournament, a single elimination tournament to solve the NBA playoffs, what I want to play for you here is how Dame is staying ready. That's the challenge for this time. It's that guys are at home, practice facilities are closed, and at some point the season is going to resume, probably, maybe... I, I'm I'm more towards the maybe. I'm a little bit skeptical, but you will hear from Dame that he is wildly optimistic. So how guys stay ready? How they how they are preparing physically and mentally for the NBA to say, "Okay, it's on. You all ready?" Here's a little bit of Dame on how he is approaching that.
1: I mean, it's a little it's a little different, you know, um I feel like I wake up every day and I'm just kind of like, you know, what what should I be uh. doing? You know, what's going to happen? It's, I, as far as NBA, I just, you know, I wake up like, what should I be doing? What's the next thing? Like, should we be prepared to play? Um, so I'm just trying to, like, stay on edge, you know, um, and ready to, to come back whenever they call us back. But my my primary uh, concern and focus has just been, you know, how many people are out of work, you know, how are people supposed to survive and continue to keep their houses you know stocked and have food and have water and you know have all these things necessary to survive with something like this going on um It's, it's kind of disturbing uh just to have to to know that there's so many people out there going through that so um it's it's definitely a hard a hard time right now man
2: you said you you're trying to stay on edge. How do you do that
1: um you know for me, I just been trying to you know, I've been running in the morning. I've been getting lifts in. I've been doing as much core as you could possibly do. I've been in the steam room, uh, talking to, you know, other other guys around the league, talking to my teammates, just trying to – talking to my coaches, um, just trying to stay connected, you know, trying to stay connected to that, that environment and to um, people who share that space with me. And um, I think that's the best way to at least keep that edge because it's – It's kind of starting to feel like, you know, um, postseason, you know, like the season is over, Um, you know, so we'll see.
2: As far as working out, have you been able to get into the training facility? What can you do right now?
1: I haven't been able to get into the training facility. Um, At the moment, they don't want us in the practice facility. Um, They don't want us training with any of, you know, our coaches or anything like that. They also don't want us – training at a third party gym or with a third party trainer. So it's basically like if you don't have a gym at home, uh you can't train. So fortunately for me, I have a gym at home so I've been able to kind of continue um and, and get work done. Um but that's another thing is people who don't who don't have that and at some point going to be expected to come back at a as a professional athlete and perform on call, you know.
2: So it's that makes it tough. If you guys uh, are able to come back and restart the season, you obviously have a couple of guys uh, back in the world, Yusuf and Zach, can you maybe describe your optimism or feelings uh, when you guys do come back of having those guys return?
1: Uh, I mean, you know, I'm, to begin with, I might be the most optimistic person in the state of Oregon uh but that makes me a lot more optimistic knowing that you know not only will they both be back but it's not it's not like they're coming back right at their targeted date you know it's like okay we passed both guys dates um and then there's extra time you know there's been extra time added on um and then when we do come back everybody's gonna have a little bit of rust to to shake off so they're going to fit right in with everybody else. It's going to be a completely different situation and we'll be um, close to full strength. You know, mine is Rodney. So um, I'm very optimistic about it. You know, with us coming back at full strength, us being an experienced team, um, you know, who's going to come back in shape, who's going to come back ready. You know, I feel like it's opportunity even more for us to, to make a real push, and then once that happens, you know, anything can happen more than any other time this year because of, you know, the circumstances. So um, I'm going to be ready to try to take advantage of this um, when the season comes back for sure.
2: Hey, Dane, does not make it easier that you guys are having a disappointing season, that there's a potential for it not be completed like if you guys were you know like previous years number three in the west or something I imagine that would uh, be harder to take the potential of not having a season does it soften or does it change any way that that you guys are having a disappointing season
1: I think if we was number three seed I'd be like damn like we was rolling I mean but it ain't like (laughs) we was having the world's greatest season so Um, I think that's like that puts me in a position where I'm like, you know, I don't mind. I don't mind a break. We you know, we getting healthier when we come back. We still got a chance to, like, make a run at it and everybody's going to be rusty. So um, I feel like it'll help us for the for the position that we're in Um, if they let us, you know, play it out the end of the regular season. I feel like it's helpful for our team. Um, for one, but it does make it a little bit easier that's like you know if you're the Lakers you're like man like we we had it going we number one in the west, you know um playing good basketball this like could have possibly been our year, so you definitely look at it like that, but um i also i'm also like you know even though it was a tough season at at the time that this happened, my mind was already like, "Yeah, it's been a tough season, and yeah, it's been disappointing and struggling." But like, I was looking forward to the feeling of like, we the end of the regular season is over, the playoffs are starting, and some, and everybody's like, "How did they still end up here? <laughs> like, how? How did that happen? Like, I so I still I still want to see that happen."
0: Even in quarantine, Damian Lillard is looking forward to defying the haters, defying the odds, proving people wrong. He also touches on just his mentality. I think you get a real sense of what Dame is like. He is just incredibly positive about these things. It is the type of um, belief I've I've kind of teased him a little bit about on this podcast, but it's also the type of belief that has fueled his his excellence in eight years in the league and certainly in big moments in the playoffs and things like that is that he has just an unlimited bank of belief to reach into he is um he he's like he said he's the most optimistic person in the state of Oregon so if that didn't get you hopeful for the season I don't know what will I figured Dame would be better served to give you reasons to to sort of miss the team and 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 get excited about them coming back than me. He's just better at it than I am. I'm known pessimist, known hater, Mike Richman, uh, not the most optimistic person in Oregon by any means. But I think Dame touches on um sort of a lot of the challenges there. A lot of the physical challenges that NBA guys are gonna face, and a lot of the mental challenges of just not knowing. He says waking up every day and not knowing. And he's kind of um you know, you reach, he can reach out to people and people, people around the league and coaches and executives and all those things and say, you know, what have you heard? What do you know? What's the deal? But he, but nobody knows. And I think that uncertainty is a real, real challenge for these guys. Like he alluded to in that question from uh, Jason Quick about Yusuf Nurkic and and Zach Collins, there's a lot of reasons to be excited about uh, the season starting back up. The Blazers would be at full strength. They'd be as healthy as they've been all year long. This would be the potentially the I mean they'd be a little rusty but potentially the best version of them that we've seen all year so there's reason there is a ton of reason to be hopeful but there's also just a lot of unknowns out there and what I want to touch on in the third segment is how Dame is grappling with the idea that the season might not come back and what he is actively doing reaching out to the league to ensure that it does come back and how it might come back when it does Alright. Still a pass first point guard, still Mike Richmond, you're still listening to Locked On Blazers, and we're still spending the episode listening to Damien Lillard, who spoke to the Portland media via video conference. Seen a lot of people on video conference this week add Damien Lillard to the list. So in the first segment, Dame talked about his NCA tournament plan, his single elimination plan. You heard in the second segment his this sort of challenges about staying ready, both uh, from sort of just an excitement standpoint and a load management standpoint, like how, how do you get your body ready and how do you get your mind ready for those types of things? What I want to play for you here to close out the show is uh, a couple questions that he answered about is he nervous about the season not coming back at all? You know he's a an op- an super optimist, positivity monster. It's maybe a term that I coined, but uh, he's there's a real chance the season doesn't come back. So I want to play from some audio for you now that's how he will approach that possibility and how he has reached out to the league to sort of gauge what it might look like if the season can and does return.
1: Are you at, Dan, are you at all concerned about the season not coming back if, if this carries on too far into the summer? Yeah, I am. I think um, I'm definitely... Um, a little bit worried that that's a possibility uh but i'm I'm encouraged because I know that the the league is doing everything in their power to uh, make sure that it does so um I know that if we don't come back that it'll be for the right reasons you know and it'll be for the uh the sake of all of our health and um that's what's first um but uh, you know, I, I think that at some point we will be back. And if not, you know, I think it'll be a great
2: reason for that.
0: Amy, do you have a
2: do you have a preference in terms of starting up this season again, but then pushing next season back? Or would you rather just start next season as scheduled, uh, even if that meant would, not finishing up this season?
1: I wouldn't want to do nothing to sacrifice us starting when we start. Um, even if that meant, you know, we got to shorten the playoff series or, um, you know, a tournament or a one-game elimination tournament for the final, you know, few teams that was in the playoff race. And then, you know, however they got to do it. But I don't – I'm not a big fan of them pushing the season, the start of the season back because then that pushes everything back. And um, I, I just don't want to – I really ain't a fan of that happening.
2: As, as you guys, as the league kind of prepares or encounters uh, you know, these scenarios that we've talked about, starting late or having playoffs and all that, how, how do you guys have a voice? Like, do you guys have a representative and, and how are you voicing what, how you feel about all these issues? Um,
1: well, I get, like I said earlier, I'm not like seeking out information, like calling you know people and all that stuff but I mean I've spoke to Adam I spoke to um at least four or five people you know from the league that have reached out to me you know like what do you think about this and kind of just having conversation and I I don't hold back saying what I think or how I feel I'm just like man what's going on like just like what's go- just tell me because <laughs> i you can just tell me the truth but I mean obviously they got to follow what they got to follow and um so you i guess they know your sense on that they know how i feel i mean i don't it's no secret if anybody asked me i would have told a person on twitter the same stuff i'm telling y'all so
0: i mean so if you're that person on twitter maybe reach out to dame because he um, will tell you the same thing he'll tell any reporter or even apparently adam silver it's a great opportunity to tweet adam ask him your question I think it's interesting that Dame has already spoken with Adam Silver, the commissioner of the NBA. He's already spoken with other executives at the league office. Uh, I, I think it's important that the league is kind of just reaching out to its stars, its um, you know its ambassadors, for lack of a better word, and, and kind of figuring out what they might, how how they're viewing this, what they what they want from a season that re- returns. Obviously, there's a lot of out of Citizens control, um, not just in the basketball world, but all of this is, is obviously so much further out of our control than is than is comfortable. But one of the proposals for bringing the NBA back is kind of create like a bubble. It would be for the NBA to descend on a city, uh, most likely Vegas, because that's the kind of the city where they where they it's most reasonable to pull this off. They do it in summer league with all thirty teams and things like that. But it would be to sort of create a sort of a bubble city where you have. You take people's temperature every time you walk on the floor and there's there's or walk in the arena and in the hotel and those things like that and that you're monitoring people's health very closely and you play the playoffs in one single venue in one single city with no travel, and probably no fans. Um, I've heard that. I don't want to say bandied about, but I've, I've heard that proposal from, uh, I, I read it in the New York Times, uh, Mark, Mark Stein floated it, um, I think uh, the guys at ESPN also floated a similar idea, so I don't know how realistic that is, but that's certainly one of the scenarios that the NBA is considering, and it's probably certainly one of the things they're asking Dame about when he talks to Adam Silver, when he talks to league executives. I think it's interesting that Dame doesn't want to push the season back too far. Uh, an audio, one of the parts of the audio that I clipped out was him just saying that he doesn't starting the season in, in December on Christmas specifically doesn't appeal to him because he likes having the summer off. He likes the rhythm of the season. Now he's a guy who's, who loves rhythm and routine. Um, you know, I did a podcast earlier this week about how he would have preferred that they basically kept the team intact from 2013 till now. So you know how Dame is; he likes he's he likes familiarity. But in any case, uh, he you heard him say he doesn't he's not a fan of pushing the season back or changing the schedule. He likes the way things are. So what he wants, what they want to do, what the sol- the best solution I think in his eyes is to find some way to get something done such that you can start the season in October, early October. I don't know how realistic that is. I think there's a lot up in the air. I don't think anyone has answers on that right now, but it's interesting that the league is already kind of in solution mode and talking to its star players about the solutions. That's going to do it for this episode. Hope you enjoyed listening to Damian Lillard talk. It's been a while since we've heard his voice. Appreciate listening. Lockdown Blazers will be back with more next week. We're We're doing Monday mailbag, even without the NBA season... Lockdown Blazers still rolling along. We'll come to you several times every week. Bringing you NBA talk. We got I got more from this Damian Lord interview that I'll play a little bit for you next week. There'll be more basketball news coming. There'll be more things to talk about, more things to consider. So tell your friends about this podcast. Hopefully it's a nice little reprieve from the other chaos of the world. Uh, try to keep it light. Try not to focus too heavily on... Um, the difficult events that we're all dealing with. Let's just talk about basketball. Talk about sort of the future of things that we love. Hoops coming back. The playoffs, the off-season trades, and things like that. I hope this podcast is a space you can go that you enjoy, and I hope that if you tell your friends about this podcast, is a space they can go and enjoy too. They can find it wherever they already get podcasts: Google, Apple, Stitcher, Spotify, Overcast, anywhere else. Type Lockdown Blazers into your podcatcher of choice. We'll be there waiting for you. Appreciate you listening. Talk to you soon.